You're listening to the Mike Hosking Breakfast Podcast from Newstalk ZB. The ASB is now picking a 2% decline in GDP between now and the start of next year. Treasury research has also given us some insight into where the blame might lie. It says about a third of inflation is on the supply side, a third on demand, and the other third, it's, well, it's not quite sure. To unravel what all that means, former Reserve Bank economist Michael Riddell is back with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. ASB's recession pick, first of all, 2% by early 24. You think that's right or a bit overcooked or what? Uh, the best description is probably quite plausible. Um, you know, macroeconomic forecasting is a bit of a mugs game. No one can sort of work these things out with any great precision a year in advance. But you know, the challenge the Reserve Bank has been facing is to bring inflation down a long way. Um, and every time inflation has been brought down um, by anything like that extent in the past, uh, we have seen a recession, um, often a fairly severe one. Um, and these numbers that ASB is talking about are still materially less severe than what we saw in 2008, 2009. So okay. quite, quite possible. I didn't study economics. Can you explain the difference between demand and supply side inflation, please? Um, the, the best way to probably is to probably illustrate it is that um, supply side inflation is things like shocks to oil prices. You know, if there's a war and um, something changes to disrupt the availability of those goods to market, um, or with COVID, um, airfares are temporarily high at the moment because airlines still have a lot of uh, airplanes uh, not back in service. Demand, on the other hand, is ultimately. You, know, you and I wanting to spend more than the economy can supply. Um, and so the argument the Treasury are using in that paper um, is that a big part of what's happened to inflation over the last uh, couple of years is that the Reserve Bank and Treasury combined, monetary policy, interest rate cuts, uh, fiscal policy, additional government spending, have thrown oil on the fire, um, added to demand, um, and that that's accounted for a lot of the inflation that we've seen. So how much is Grant Robertson's fault? How much is Adrian Orr's? Um, in the end, the way the legislation is constructed, almost entirely um, Adrian Orr's and the Monetary Policy Committee. And the reason I say that is because there's no doubt that fiscal policy has made a big contribution. But the way the regime is set up is the Reserve Bank is supposed to look at what fiscal policy is doing and then adjust monetary policy to take account of that. So with hindsight, it's pretty clear that if the government was going to do a big spend-up during COVID, and some of what they were doing was clearly well-warranted wage subsidies and those sorts of things when we forced people to stay at home, then interest rates should have, if anything, been raised, not lowered, uh, to counter the inflationary effects of that. Now, the Reserve Bank made a mistake, and it was a widely shared mistake. Not many economists at the time, including me, thought that they should have been raising rates. But with hindsight, it is clear that it's their responsibility and their failure. With the benefit of that hindsight, what would you do now to fix it? Oh, pretty much what the Reserve Bank is doing. Um, I mean, there are questions around whether government could run tighter fiscal policy, but, you know, we're a couple of weeks out from the budget, so we don't know quite what the government's planning to do. But the bank in the last year or so has done what they needed to do. They've raised interest rates aggressively, and now we pretty much just have to wait. Uh, Their last statement a couple of weeks ago, they said, look, we think now we've done probably more or less enough. We don't know whether the next move will be to increase or to cut rates. Um, And the big question there is that monetary policy takes a year or so to work. And that's why ASB are looking a year ahead and saying, with the interest rates we've seen, the economic consequences are going to come over the next year. And with that, inflation will drop away sharply. 
really value your explanation. I think I understand Michael Riddell, former <laughs> Reserve Bank. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Michael Riddell, former Reserve Bank economist. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.